This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, the Steelers officially into their bye uh, weekend. Can't call it a bye week because right. they didn't get the whole it's week off. Obviously not the, uh, the <clears throat> typical bye week. And they now know when they uh, when they will play the reschedule, the reschedule game. Yes. They, that, that has been announced. That will be on in week seven. They'll bump the Ravens game back to week eight down in Baltimore. So uh, that will give them a three-game stretch of top three games. Titans, stretch. Ravens. Cowboys. All on the road. All in a row. Yeah. In a road. I mean, that's that's rough. And they'll also give them four home games in a row. Correct. When Philly comes here, too. Which has yeah. not happened since the since the uh, merger. I mean, yeah, they have, right, right, right. And probably long before that, and nobody ever gets four games. I mean, we Maybe in wartime, they, you know, maybe during right, World War II, right, right. they got four games in a row at Can't home. travel for anywhere for yeah. a while or whatever. Yeah, you're right. I mean, th- this is, a to me, a good solution to you know, an easy solution, the obvious one, but it doesn't help the Steelers. I mean, they're really the only one that gets a negative influence to this, and it's not massive, but it's a a little bit of a shot to the Steelers, and you know they'll take it for the better the, for the best of the league, obviously. But schedule makers avoid this stuff you know, for a reason, yeah. for a huge reason. Yeah. You know, I mean, four in a row at home is crazy, but so be it. There would have been one in between, um, but the numbers I don't have them handy. But the numbers of in the last twenty years or whatever, you win. I, I'm in the neighborhood. I'm not right on this. You win forty five percent of your road games. The second road game in a row, you win like thirty three percent. The third one's like twelve. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really three in a row in the road. That's yeah. that's what made the Steelers uh, run through the playoffs in two thousand five so remarkable. Is that they won three in a row on the road, right? And you're not just beating three three anybody's on the They're road. Playoff teams, you know, right. you beat the you beat the number three, two, and one seeds in <laughs> the AFC sure. on the road, right? Some and, of them with rest, yeah. Off a bye three in right. a row. You, that's what you did to those teams, mm-hmm. and that's what made that such a remarkable run. That's yeah. why it's so difficult to to get to the Super Bowl. It's close it's, to impossible. I mean, it's really it, it's happened yeah. more in recent years that, that we've seen more wild cards get to the Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. it's it's not easy. No, it's not easy at all, and. This three-game stretch that they now will have isn't that degree. I mean, it's not the. the I mean, it's not playoff teams, but they're good teams, and they're yeah. some of the better teams, and they're the hardest teams on the schedule. Um, some other bigger picture notes that kind of lends itself to this conversation now too, though. I, travel is the big detriment in, in in this in this COVID world, but they travel a lot. In, better than they used to. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. it's not like yeah. the Tunch and Wolf traveled or you know what I mean? I mean, the travel conditions have gotten a lot better. Um 
But I think going on the road this year is much easier than it's ever been in terms of game day. And the numbers are starting to bear that out. I mean, I think road teams are winning like 50-50%. I mean, when they did last year, too. Yeah, it's got, and getting easier lately. Uh, and I think part of the reason for that is the bad teams are bad teams. I mean, bad teams are bad teams. Yeah, I mean, right. we saw the Jets last night. They stink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they don't pull the upset over the 500 no. team. Right. Like the, yeah, the I mean, and they, and they certainly don't beat any good teams. No. Which is something that we, you know, in, in previous years – uh, you know, you could lose to anybody on the road. The bad teams were still da- more dangerous yeah. than they are. Now. And right, right now, that's just not the case. No, I think you're 100% right on that. I absolutely, wholeheartedly believe playing offense on the road is way easier in 2020 than any other year with no crowd Right, noise. yeah. I, I mean, mean massively. It's a, it's a huge, huge disadvantage factor. for the defenses. I mean, we. Yeah. and again, I think that's what you kind of have to factor in here with the Steelers at home the last couple of weeks. You know, they didn't even play Renegade. Last week against Houston, yeah, yeah. Not that they needed it; they were shutting them down in the second no, half. Right, right. But, it's but the, the week before, the week before against against Denver, you know, they play Renegade, and Denver comes out and goes right down the field because <laughs> there's no crowd noise. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> right, right. I, I just think it's more about I, I, there's definitely some emotion involved. I think that refereeing's probably a little different when seventy five thousand people are calling you bad words and screaming at you. You know, you're, you're gonna you know maybe throw a flag here and there more that you would. But the communication is the key. I mean, it's a real cut-and-dry logical situation where if you're an offensive tackle and you're a little late getting off the ball, that's a massive disadvantage because you can't hear. Right. Because it's a massive, massive disadvantage 60 snaps a game. Or if you're false starting three or four times during the game. Absolutely. All of a sudden it's first and 15 four times in a game where where you get a five-yard gain on on first down and you're back to – First or second and ten again, mm-hmm. like that's or Peyton Manning comes to the line and audibles, but his wide receiver that's far away from him doesn't quite hear. He knows there's an audible. The play goes off anyway. Should I run this route or that route? You know what I mean. Yeah. And Peyton's gonna yell at me if I did the wrong thing. <laughs> you know, Peyton, but communication let is Peyton yell. massive. You know, I mean, it's just uh, more than maybe I even thought. I mean, it's only been three weeks, and I knew that no fans in the stands would certainly help road offenses. But I didn't know it would be this dramatic. Well, and no, you know, lack of the lack of holding penalties also that's, helps. That was about to be the next thing out of my yeah. mouth. Was and if you don't call holds and you call a bunch of defensive pass interference, that helps offense that, too. Offense is going to benefit yeah. a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, the reason the Titans game got moved continues to be an issue down there. Uh, two more players test. Better. Yeah, two two more players test positive today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why they couldn't play this game. Right, right. It, it had nothing to do with well, you know, the Titans aren't going to be able to, to practice, and so that's not fair. Not fairness had nothing to do with this. This is about a team that now is up to thirteen positive tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that between players and front office people, they haven't gotten this under control yet. Right. And, and there's nothing that says that they're going to not have more test, positive tests tomorrow. Right. I mean, every day there's been something. Yeah. Every day there's been uh, someone added to the list. So if you're the Steelers, you didn't want to play the Titans Monday or Tuesday no. of this week. No, absolutely. Um, the pra- you're right. Practice time is way down the list of the issues. I mean, I'm fearing now that they play the Bills next week. As we mentioned, these are all right. huge AFC contests. At this point, when are they getting back into their facility? They got, I mean, you know, at Thursday least Thursday at the earliest, right? Friday I mean, they're, the they're going to have to continue to, to, you know, the NFL and NFLPA are are heading down there to to, to assess this mm-hmm. uh, situation. I mean, I don't know if they'll play the Bills, right? And if if that doesn't happen, you know, then you're looking at a situation where the league has 
Raymond James sta- Stadium, where the t- where the Super Bowl is held this year. Yeah, in Tampa. They have it for like six weeks, starting with the first week in February. Yeah, okay. They can move that thing anywhere they they can move the Super no Bowl anywhere they coming, want. So we right can complain. The Steeler fans can complain all they want about well, they're not going to get a bye before the playoffs. They're not going to get any rest. They may end up getting. A week 18 by. Might be two. Right, right, right. You, <laughs> you know? You laid that out well yesterday, too, that, you know, I said something along the lines of, boy, I kind of wish they had a build in a week 18, and you're like, they still can. Yeah, they can <laughs> move that game right. whenever they want. Yeah, right. And I think the league did a nice job, and it fell in their lap that they could move the Ravens and the Steelers a little bit. Fine. You know, you make up for one problem. But two, it gets a little hairy. But hair. now you've you've taken... You've taken two teams or three teams out of the equation. If if anybody, either those three teams or one of the other teams that they're playing, have an issue, mm-hmm. now you get you have to play that game in week right. eighteen. Right, their lifeboat is gone. Yeah, yeah they have yeah, not. Yeah. There's no wiggle room with those teams anymore. Right, they've used all everything they can use up. No, you're right. And the Steelers already had their buy and you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that is interesting because I I thought it was. Great that the Vikes are going to play as usual, you know, no issues. But now this one, I I fear that they could be more than one week for the Titans. Yeah, it, it certainly could be. I mean, if they continue to have guys test positive mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday and even into Monday, then you just canceled next week's game as well. Right. And just talking football, you know, between the lines, how many players are out now? You know I mean, like, who are who's unavailable right. to play? And, like, and it makes of- me wonder – like they they had the the uh, the defensive play caller slash linebackers coach tested positive last Saturday. Mm-hmm. This makes me wonder if the league doesn't now, if you have a guy in a situation like that test positive, we're just going to shut it down. Anyone because they you know they did with the Falcons last week had uh, the defensive back uh, Terrell AJ Terrell yeah, yeah yeah tested positive on Friday, and they said oh no the Falcons are going to play this week it's it's only that player okay well now I think you look at this you say all these ones are coming out. But I think you right. look at this now and say, well, this is showing that, you know, if we allow this, we don't know right away just because one guy tests positive and nobody else has at that point. Does it might be coming. Yeah, it doesn't mean that three guys aren't going to test positive Monday mm-hmm. or four guys on Tuesday. You yeah, just don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. How, how does it spread and when do we recognize it and all those things. Now, they have the contact Maybe. tracing that they can do. They can, you know, see who these guys had contact with. And, you know, do you, at that point, you say, well, these guys can't play. Even though they didn't test positive, because you were near them, I don't think you can do that. That's I I, I know. I, hear I mean, what you're saying, Rip, ideally yeah. you don't want to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, we're seeing with this situation that we got it's it's Friday. It's it, guys are testing positive Friday from something that happened yeah. last week. And, and I keep going back to just the football aspect of it. I mean, it could derail the Titan season. Yes. You know. I mean, they were three and zero. They probably they weren't the strongest three and O team, but you know they, they were three and O, and they yeah. were on their way to the playoffs. And, and and all of a sudden, if you get hit by COVID, not only do you change your schedule, but you may not have any of your good dudes. Well, and who's to say these guys that are getting sick now? Some of them are, for the most part, they've been backups and special teams guys, True. and you know. But who's to say these guys get any? You know, they may get ill. No, exactly right. I mean, right. Just, you know. They, they they may get physically sick and, and be out or not unable to play the rest of the season. We yeah, don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's going to affect everybody differently. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's also the human aspect of it. 
maybe not everyone's going to come out okay about it. I right. Mean, we, we don't know. Those I mean, things. they're all young, you know, sure. and, and athletic and high risk guys. But if you're, you know, Daquan Jones is a nose tackle. Mm-hmm. What did, who did, who were the people we saw opt out before the season started? <laughs> nose tackles. A lot of nose right. tackles, a lot of uh, offensive linemen. Do you know, can he opt out now? I mean, I know that the I don't think deadline's that he can. passed. I don't think that he can. I mean, could they stick him on IR for the whole year if he says, I think I'm they, afraid to do this I think now? they could do that, and, and yeah. you know, that he would still get paid and everything because he, he didn't come and play. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but if he decides, I no longer want to do this, I'm a high-risk guy, and I already had it. You know, well, like, at that point, I mean, he's already had it. I don't know that he's going to yeah, get it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, maybe Simmons or some other big dude. or I don't know. Yeah. Like, if people start saying, hey, my teammates are falling left and right, I'm done for the Yeah, game. we don't know who the two new guys are that, that test mm-hmm. the positive anyway. So. Again, that could be Henry and Tannehill. Right. It could be anybody. Yeah. It could be anybody. So it, it's definitely something that con- uh, Bears continued watching here. And this is why, you know, this couldn't be a forfeit. No. I mean, there's a number of reasons why this couldn't be a forfeit. But, no. you know, if this goes into next week, then, okay, well, you know, the Steelers got a forfeit. Well, then so do the Bills. And so do the Bills. And, you know, then, the and then the season's over. And right. Bills and Steelers get a gift of a free win. Free and win. And then how you how are you, again, it goes back to how are you measuring a tiebreaker? Mm-hmm. You know, is this a is – Nobody deserves a free Is it win. 7 nothing? Is it – you know, I, I have no idea. I mean, would, would we all be happy if the Ravens got a free win against a playoff team? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, what if the Chiefs had tested positive the other night before the? Yeah. Oh, the Ravens should get a. a They're three a and, and they have the one seed. Yeah. You didn't beat the Chiefs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You didn't earn the win. Right. So yeah, it's 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 very fascinating. We'll see how this continues to evolve here as the uh, the That's days go good on. News though. No, it, it's definitely not. I mean, one every day. This was gonna this was gonna happen. We kind of knew yeah, it was gonna yeah. happen at some point, but I think this is probably. The worst case scenario of it happening, where you have this many guys affected. This many, right? I mean, there's yeah. no way they could have played Monday, or let alone Sunday. No, it just no. wasn't going to happen. No way. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk uh, more Steelers football right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. We are back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, so 
we now know with that game rescheduled what the Steelers' schedule will look like for now. Right. The rest of the way. So in week five, uh, at 1 o'clock, they'll host the Eagles. That will be the winless Eagles, who I also expect to lose again this week. Yeah. They're going to San Fran, right? Yeah. Yep. In San Francisco. So they're going to be 0-3-1. Most likely. They're uh, in a bad place right they now. They follow that up at home against Cleveland in week six. I think they lose this week, too, but they're in a better place right now than Philadelphia is. Right, but yeah. uh, and I think next week they play – I'm trying to think of who they – they have a, getting another tough matchup next week Oh, do well. they? Yeah. I'm not sure what their upcoming uh, But either way, uh, you're, you're talking about a, a so-so Browns team. Mm-hmm. Um, so sure. there's a good chance here that the Steelers get the 5-0. I think there's a – Above 50% chance. Yeah. Right. Heading into that stretch where you now play the Titans in Week 7 on the road. Who knows what they look like at that point. Yeah, we have no idea. Uh, Then you face Baltimore in Week 8. Huge game, obviously. In Baltimore. And then in in Week 9, you've played the Cowboys in Dallas. And then after that... It's not so bad. It's not so bad again. So if that's That's the three-game stretch, I mean, if if you can... Win one of those. Those. Especially two. If, it's if you if you start five if you start four and zero here, yes, or five and zero, I should say. If you start five and zero and even drop three, it's not the end of the world. They probably will win one. Yeah, you win you know, one of those right. games. So if you get the five and three, because coming out of that, you return. They're a great chance to be six and two. Yeah, I think. Right, that, right. Yeah, I think so as well. Right. Um, week ten, you have the Bengals at home. They're favored in that game. Yeah. Week eleven, you're at Jacksonville. You're absolutely favored in that game. Yeah. Week 12, then you you turn around and have the Ravens at home on Thanksgiving. Tough one, of course. It's a tough game, but of I've, I I mean, I, I before, the, before the season started, I picked the Steelers to, to split with the Ravens because I think they win that one a short week. Yeah, I think it's a favorable situation yeah. to play them in. Week 13, then, coming off of some little extra rest. So you're going to get some extra rest coming out of that Ravens game. Get yes. a weekend Good off. Good point. Good point. Then you play Washington at home. They're going to be a disaster. That's a win. Then. Yeah, they're going to be a disaster. You travel to Buffalo in Week 14. Okay, huge game. that's a that's a big game, but it's a playoff it, implications. Yeah. Huge game. Um, and it's a Sunday night game in yeah. Buffalo. Uh, week 15, you're at Cincinnati. Again, that's not scary. Week 16, the Colts at home. Probably a big game. Probably a big game. And if you were going to play that game, you'd rather it be at home in December. Sure, sure, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and then week 17, you're at Cleveland. Yeah. It, I mean, it still sets up for 11 or 12 wins if, if you know, if the Steelers take care of business here. Right, right. I mean, they'll stumble on one of those that they shouldn't, and they'll beat somebody that we didn't expect them to. And all, I mean, we're not going to predict the future, and you don't know who's going to win and how many games is Ben going to play or how the Steelers are going right. to get by injuries. And I, I mean, we're uh, not predicting uh, the future. Assuming but, everything continues as it is and they don't have those major injuries. Right. We know more about those teams now than when the yeah. schedule came out. Starting 3-0 and at this point, I mean... It's humongous. If you go 7-6 and six the rest of the way, you, you won 10 games. You won 10 games and you're in the playoffs. That's more... That's a 7-6 and six with the rest of this schedule would be a disappointment. It would be a disappointment, without question. I mean, they're, they're going to be favored in 10 of those games. Yeah. No, I mean Colts uh, and Buff. Who knows? The only Dallas, two, the only, Dallas. They won't. They probably won't be favored in Dallas. Right. Uh, I, I think they're dogs, even with the Ravens here. Yeah, those are those probably. are three. I think the rest of them maybe Buffalo, Buffalo Indy, depending how they're playing. Indy's not going to be favored here. I would be shocked. Yeah, I don't uh, think that's they wouldn't happen. be right now. But I'm right. just saying, there's a chance. I don't then. think that's going right. to happen. Um, I could Phillip see Rivers at the end of the year. Yeah, he's good gonna, luck he's with that. In the in the elements, I could see Buffalo being a slight favorite up there. Right. It would be today. Yeah, they, they would, would be, be a right one now. or two point yeah, favorite. Yeah. Outside of that, 
None of the Bengals games, none of the Browns games. Right. No. No, I mean, you're favored in a heavy percentage. No, it sets up really well. Um, and the other note you mentioned yesterday, too, yeah, they travel a lot in these, what, nine out of the last 13 are, are on the road. They're all short trips. But they're not far. Yeah. I mean, that is helpful. There's not a lot of travel time, period. I, I know the Ravens have I mean, the, the flight to Nashville is an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, you're I mean, Jacksonville's not even a bad flight. You, yeah, yeah right. so you're talking three hours on a plane, two and a half, three hours on a plane. Dallas is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Those are your two long trips. Those are your two long trips. There's no, you know, Seattle's going to Miami this weekend. Like, yeah, that's far. That's as far as you can go. <laughs> that's far. You can't right. go any farther than that and still stay in the uh, continental United States. Yep. The AFC North has very favorable, you know, where they travel to. Yes, this it's year. one of the reasons why we like to schedule so much this year. That, yeah. I mean, I was I was saying this is an you know eleven or twelve win team this year. Some of those things are important with travel fi- factored in, right? Like in your world, you love it, you know. I mean, right. In terms of hey, I got eight road games, but none of them are too bad. You drive yeah, to most of them, yeah, you know, right. You drive drive to, to Buffalo, you drive to Cleveland, drive to Cincinnati, drive to Baltimore. Yeah. You won't drive to Tennessee, but you could, right? Yeah. I mean, I drove to New York. Mm-hmm. These, these are all, yeah. you know, the only time you got to get on a plane this year if you're if you're covering the team is Jacksonville. You could actually drive to Jacksonville if you want. You could but Nashville. You could drive there yeah. if you wanted to. It's eight eight and a half hours. Those two in Dallas. In Dallas, yeah. That's great. No, it sets up really well. Um, and some of those teams are going to – hopefully the Steelers aren't one of them. Two of those teams will even be in worse shape than they look now. I mean, what if Burrow takes all these hits like we talked about? Or Derrick Henry has gotten the crap knocked well, that's out a, That's the thing about two. you know playing the Titans in three more weeks – What's he going to look? They're like? going to have ninety more carries on down Henry's yeah, body. Yeah, 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 exactly. Does he continue to hold up with with that kind of? I mean, work? they may have AJ Brown back and Taylor Lewan. You know, like injury wise, I can, bet it, they're better it, off. If they had those now. guys back, but were missing Henry, they'd be in trouble. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. That's they're, their offense. That's just the way they're set up. They don't have a contingency plan for him. Like I thought, they might draft AJ Dillon, not Darrington Evans. Yeah. You know, even after signing. Henry, because they got to play that way. Or sign, you know, sign Carlos Hyde, or sign yeah, one right, of those right. guys that exactly. was, you know, a, a proven. Yeah, Lamar Miller was available. Yeah, Jordan Howard. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, those guys would have helped that team. Yeah, you know, and, and maybe even they you may know, really regret that in the fourth year. quarter. You're instead of giving, you know, pounding Henry into the line, give it to somebody else. Give it to somebody else and right. let them run it. Or, or even in the second quarter, one series without. Yeah, you know, that stuff helps. Professional running backs would yeah. would help you a lot. I mean, he can't really tap out. Right now, he really can't. <laughs> yeah. It's a close game. He really can't. So I, I would, I would think a lot of times on passing downs because he's staying in the game. Mm-hmm. Like he's just staying in there as a decoy. Like you just stay, just jog out to the side. You just carried the ball five times in a row. Five times in a row. And, <laughs> yeah, five massive collisions. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's uh, and there's maybe James Connors out for the year at that point too. I mean, like it, it can. It obviously yeah. there's two sides to this coin. I mean, we get that, but. NFL changes awfully quick, and you know I, I think thinking about Burrow, like where would Cincinnati be without Burrow right now? They'd be the worst oh, in the league. Yeah, they would be they worse than the Jets. the Jets. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't beat the Jets. Um, but yeah, if you look at this, uh, there's no reason they shouldn't get the five and zero oh, heading Three. into that. Right. You know, heading into that rematch or that matchup with the Titans. I really think six and two. Anything worse would be disappointing. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you lose all three of those. And we'll see. I mean, the Titans have to play the Bills next week. Um, I don't know what they have, what their schedule looks like um, after that. I mean, they get, they've got games coming up against Houston. They've got games coming up against Indianapolis. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, they've they've gotten. A, they also have a first place schedule too. Yeah, so they play. Get here's here's their. More. They got well, actually, they had three home games in a row scheduled, which 
It's oh, kind did of they? weird. Yeah. Originally. They had the Steelers. Week five, they got Buffalo at home. Week six, Houston at, uh, at home. Well, now it's instead it's Buffalo, Houston, Pittsburgh, and then they, they play at Cincinnati. That's a tough game, so, three-game stretch coming up. That them, is a though. tough. I mean, those right. are three that, you know, if they – Coming off their bye. They struggle, uh, you know, again, that's that's Buffalo, Houston, Pittsburgh. If you have 10 guys on the COVID list. Yeah, good luck with that, yeah. Guys, right, no matter who they are. So by the time the, by the, time the Steelers go to Tennessee to play, to play this game finally in Week 7, they may end up being a field goal favorite. And Titans might be 3-3. Three and three. Right. Or 3-2. You know, and two. Two or, yeah. yeah, right. If they don't play 5, yeah, they could be 3-2 and two maybe. Yeah, yeah. right. So – and fighting for their playoff lives. Yeah, because who knows how long it takes some of these guys to get back. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, what else was I going to say along those lines? One thing I do think that does hurt the Steelers, though, and I just wanted to bring this up. It's a little off topic. One of the things we didn't mention yesterday with the bye going the way it did for Pittsburgh is Coach Tomlin, like every coach in the league, has a bye week plan. You know, I know our bye is going to be – Week seven, so game week six is over. I'm going to implement my bye week plan. Right. I'm going to send them away. And I was talking to Stan about it today, and he mentioned they can't go to the Bahamas this year. But still, you get away from the right. I mean, yeah. but the, you're still away from the team. There's still a bye week plan, and they all go back to the drawing board and self scout that whole week. They take a little bit of a breather too. Well, they didn't get any of that. Right. You know, like that part kind of hurts. Like the, that rest. Obviously, you're resting earlier than you would have liked. You would have been better to have. Well, I think if you're here. the, I think if you're the Steelers coaching staff, you take today off. You say, if I'm Mike mm-hmm. Tom and I told my coaches, hey, take the day off. Maybe you even take tomorrow off, or at least half the day. Take the morning, do whatever you got to mm-hmm. do. We're going to come in. We've we've only got three games to self scout, so you can get through that pretty quickly. Right. And then you know Sunday we'll start drawing I guess up. There's less to deal with yeah. in the middle of the season. By Sunday we'll draw up a plan for you know. The, the Eagles, because mm-hmm. they go, they you know return to practice on Monday, Tuesday. I'll give you guys some, you know, another morning off or whatever, yeah. and then we're we're good to go. Because the, the players last, are off Tuesday anyway, so it's not like you're practicing. But the last four days weren't wasted. But there's not that's not how you would have. They handled were regular it work days. Yeah, yeah, that's not at all how you would have handled it, and how you do every other year, and you have that bye week plan that's successful, and you like it, and there's other things you probably accomplished that other you know that you don't think about you know. Take your wife to dinner and be happier for a day, you know. <laughs> like but from kind of from yeah. the player standpoint, they weren't allowed to leave. No, right. Regardless, whether whenever the bye week was, they had mm-hmm. to stay here and they have to continue to be tested. They knew that going into this that. But they don't play football for a day and right. Take your feet well, up they're still getting yeah. their th- they're still getting their regular weekend off, so it's mm-hmm. not like it's True. anything different in that regard. Right. They worked one extra day this week that they wouldn't because. Monday is uh, you, you go and you watch film of the last game. Mm-hmm. Get treatment if you need treatment, that kind of stuff. Have team meetings. Tuesday's the player's off regardless, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Wednesday they came and practiced. They would have done that even in a regular bye week. Except that would have been a Mason Rudolph practice. Yeah, but you know that's, hap- I mean? that's happening anyways, though, because those guys – Mike Tomlin has been resting a lot of the veteran guys as it is. Mm-hmm. So those Wednesdays have been Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges and those guys throwing yeah. – Josh Dobbs playing quarterback. And – you know the the JC Hassenauer playing center and stuff okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's happened because he's been giving guys off. That's what happened again this week because he gave guys more off. than most Wednesdays. Yeah, I mean like in 
last year, yeah. the year before, those type of things. You know, and, and, and you know, guys like Kevin Dotson, well, he's already played a game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chase Claypool has already played a game, so you're not using, you're not incorporating as many rookies into those or young guys into those practices as it is. I thought that was a really good point you made yesterday about that. Is the guys you'd like to see, especially without a preseason, you've already seen. Yeah, you've yeah. gotten a good look they've, at. They've them. all gotten at least some serious rep, and you know. Uh, McFarland, maybe his role's ready to grow. Now they trust him a little bit. You know, maybe he cuts into Connor's carries, or he's a big piece of the offense now. Or he's completely replaces Jalen Samuels. I think is yeah. the more likely. Yeah. Like you don't even mess with that anymore. Just put. I wonder if he's even active anymore. I don't see why he would be. Right. I was shocked he was ever in the game this past week. To yeah. Be honest with I mean, you. he got two snaps. He got two snaps. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't know how much they love him on special teams, but you better love him on special teams. Right. I think you, you could probably I mean? find somebody else there. Right. No, right. They got a couple injury, injuries there on special teams now. I think but... I'd rather have Gilbert out there, or active. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not a special teams coach, but I would think Gilbert's more helpful than Samuels on special teams. You would think. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we see more of that moving forward. But, yeah, I mean, you've, you've seen all the young guys. Really. Yeah, that's a nice perk. So... You know, you get your you didn't time have off. A first round pick to groom, or yeah, you didn't draft a quarterback that you wanted to groom that week, or you know what I mean. They're they're ready to roll. Yeah, so it should be uh, interesting. It does set up well for this team. Yeah, it's not the it's not the end of the world. It's not the mm-hmm. oh my god, the sky is falling. Mm-mm. They play three tough games in a row. They were going to play. You know, if they go zero and three, they're still okay. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. I, especially I mean, if you look if they're at they're undefeated going into them, you look at the Titans' schedule the rest of the way. Um, I wonder if Buffalo's is like too. Uh, the Titans play, of course, they have to play their division games. They play Indianapolis twice. Mm-hmm. They play Houston twice. Um, Jacksonville doesn't look like it's necessarily a gimme at this point. No. I mean, I mean they did beat Indianapolis in week one. Uh, but they still have to go to Green Bay. Who? They still have to play the Ravens in Baltimore. That's probably a lot. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, they beat them there last year. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, they've got some They've got some other tough games on their schedule as well, in addition to their, their league. And, and, and they like must I have said, New England and Kansas City, too, right? I mean, they were a first-place team last year, weren't they? Who's that? Or did Houston win that division? Houston won the division. Houston won the division. Okay. Yeah, so Houston's got, Houston's got a tough. Houston's got a tough. Yeah, I mean, they've already played Kansas City. They've already, already played, played Baltimore. Baltimore. Right. It gets um, easier for them, but. Houston's not going to be a gimme for Tennessee or the Colts. Yeah, I mean, point. you look at Buffalo's schedule. Buffalo's at Oakland this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're at the Titans, so they got back-to-back road games. Yeah. Uh, then they play the Chiefs at home. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, Jets at – or I'm sorry, at Jets, and they play the Patriots. Got the Seahawks at home. Poo. At Cardinals. That's no gimme. No, that's no gimme. Uh, Chargers at home at 49ers. Okay. There's some losses on that schedule, yeah. right? Steelers at home, at Broncos, mm-hmm. at Patriots, and then Dolphins at home. Well, I mean, there's some losses on that schedule. Yeah, too. there's four or five coming up for yeah. sure. Yeah. How about New England's, if you don't mind, because they're still in the hunt. Well, we can look at that. Um, they go to Kansas City. They've got. A, I mean, I know they've got a tough schedule because they they, do, they, right? they have a first place schedule, and they're not a first place. They've not team. played Baltimore yet. They've, yeah. You know, they go to Kansas City this week. So they play Kansas City this week, and they got Denver at home. Okay, it's better it, than going to Denver. 49ers at home. Ooh. Yeah. At Bills. Yeah. Uh, at, dog in that at Jets. They'll crush them, but yeah. Ravens at home. Better than going there, but still, they're a dog probably. At Houston. That's a coin flip game That's a for tough me. game. Right. Cardinals at home. Okay. I mean, at Chargers. The West. the West is tough. Yeah, at and Chargers, at Rams. So they play the Rams and Chargers. They, they stay in the same stadium again. They, the league is setting this oh, up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So they'll stay on the coast for that one. I think they did that on purpose this year for a couple teams. But then, after doing that, they got to go to Miami. So three straight road games. Mm. 
with that third one being in it's Miami, a lot of travel too, where they've to LA yeah, and, yeah and back and I'm sure after the Rams game they'll go back home again cross country. I would imagine. But then they get a fly, then they go to Miami. Yeah, fly to Miami. Then they pl- they finish up with the Bills at home and the Jets at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not easy. I mean, there's there's losses in store for them too. Yeah, and absolutely. I so, lose. yeah, the, I, I mean, hmm. you know, this is after this first month is when you can really start looking at who plays who and where they play yeah, and right. all that stuff. I mean, we now know what the, what a lot of these teams are. For the, the most part. It's the first time I've thought about Steelers' competition for playoff spots. You know, like, so who do they play? I mean, who are we rooting against? And those are the teams you're rooting against. Yeah. Because, again, you know, last year's records mean nothing. No. Tennessee won that division, or Houston won that division last year. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're 0-3 right now. Right, right. You know? And I can see Houston, Indy, and Tennessee not splitting, but beating up on each other. Yes. They're all pretty even to me. Yeah. I mean, Houston's third, but they're better than what we've seen. Yeah, so yeah, they'll, be, they'll win a couple. We'll continue to, to watch how this all develops. We'll get to sit and watch it this weekend, actually. Yeah, it's not the, the best slate of games, but it's not bad. There's some good games. Yeah, there's, there's some games that I'll right. be interested in for yeah. sure. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more Steelers right after this. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Matt, one thing we, uh, one team we didn't talk about in that whole discussion, actually two teams we didn't talk about in that whole discussion, uh, are Kansas City and Baltimore. Yeah, uh, I think everybody assumes at this point those two teams are going to be in the postseason. I think that's safe to say. That's yeah. safe to say. All of us had them atop our power. Those record. other teams that we were just talking about, the those Chiefs are, are going to win their. Those division. are the teams that are vying for the other the other spots in the AFC. I think the mm-hmm. Steelers at this point. As uh, you know, football outsiders. I mean, they got like a eighty-five percent chance of making the playoffs right now. Yeah, I mean, seven out of sixteen go, yeah. and you're three and zero. I mean, it doesn't take. You would have to completely fall apart. You would. And you that would. just had you know. And I think they have a legit chance to win the division too. Yes. You know where I don't think Kansas City can lose their division. Right. I mean, obviously Mahomes could be out. So to, or whatever, to, but, to win know. the division, the Steelers would at least have to split with Baltimore. Agreed. And I think Baltimore is awfully good. I think there's a bad taste in everyone's mouth about Baltimore because they got waxed. I mean, they really did. And I want to talk. They weren't about even that competitive in that game. No, uh, they really weren't. And I went back and watched it, and there were some things. I don't want to say the Chiefs created the the kill the Ravens blueprint, but what they did defensively was really exciting to me from a Steelers perspective. And here's what I saw: was they played. Not only did they play man coverage, they played. Press man, tell the whole world yep. we're going to press your your because your, your guys receiver. can't get off of it. We don't trust. There's no route runners here. There's no veterans. We've talked about that at nauseum about. We will the beat Ravens. up Marquise Brown and yeah. and you know. And I think the Steelers' corners are better at that than the Chiefs. You know, just now the nutshell. chance that you take is that Jackson is going to do what he did to the Chiefs and run nine times for 85 yards, which is possible. You know, but if you take away any increment of him or any chance of him throwing the football successfully against you. You're right. I mean, is 90 yards from him going to beat you? 
first of all, the Ravens receivers and quarterback left plays on the field yes. that they probably would have made most times. You know, a lot of single coverage. Not only was they were they playing press man on their receivers, but no safety help. I mean, yeah. zero blitzes. I mean, no. And help Kansas at City's all. cornerbacks, folks. They're aren't good. They're not their best. Yeah, that's, aren't good. They're, they're not good. They're Breland, the Breland has been out. The the rookie yeah. got hurt that yes. they that they had in there. I mean, they're not, these are these are like essentially guys that Kansas City brought in out of off right. the street. It's asking a lot out of those yeah. guys. I mean, by far the Steelers' corners are way better, but it it was such an aggressive defensive game plan. There was no Minka in center field for them. I mean, it was zero blitz a lot. And what I mean by that is. Everybody's coming that's not guarding somebody. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that, that isn't playing man. And they came after him with a lot of bodies. And I think often they still spied him. I mean, there would be an athletic linebacker kind of hanging on the second level in case he gets free as a runner. But they made him make quick decisions, hit him a lot. They rushed the passer well anyway. And I don't want to say that's the, the blueprint because it's a nice advantage when you know – Patty Mahomes is going to get us 30, or if Lamar beats us over the top and our corner slips, or Marquise Brown beats him off the line and we give up a quick seven, Patty will probably get it back for right. us. You know, I mean, that's a wonderful insurance policy that Andy Reid has that no one else does. But it befuddled the the, the, the Ravens. They hit well, them a lot. Much they like them with seven sometimes. Yeah, much know? like uh, Deshaun Watson last week, and people wonder, well, why was Deshaun Watson having so much success in the first half? The Steelers were blitzing and playing zone behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he sees all the time because he's a good runner. Mm-hmm. The running quarterbacks very seldom see man-to-man defense play behind him because it, nobody wants to put their defensive backs with their backs to the quarterback. Right, and the Chiefs weren't afraid to do it. You know, They, they said, we're going to play man, and we know Lamar's going to run, but are you still going to keep up with Patty? You know, I mean, it's – and I'm not saying the Steelers are the Chiefs, but I think the Steelers' offense is going to score on anyone. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't think they're going to be – when they play the Ravens, it's not going to be the first one to fourteen. Ben you know? seen Ben seen that off that, de- that defense mm-hmm. a gajillion times. They have not changed their defensive scheme the entire time. No, they, right, essentially right, right. for his entire career. Right, they're going to play he's a lot seen, of man yeah. coverage. They're going to blitz him a lot. He handles the blitz great. They're not going to confuse Ben. You know, they'll confuse the guys last year, but they're not going to confuse Ben or his protection. Um, and the other thing that they that the Steelers we've talked about this so many times. Steelers' defense against these running option quarterbacks, more than any defense in the league that I've seen, love to put a helmet in. They the, hit the quarterback. They hit the quarterback. You I mean, saw even last year in the game uh, against RG3 in, in the, in the yes. finale, he was crying to the referees. It's borderline. Every, <laughs> I don't say dirty, yeah. but it's borderline. Every play after he would pitch the ball and the Steelers made sure that they hit him. Watt yep. or Dupree were putting a helmet on him every single time. He's fair game. Boy, they did to Newton that day yeah. on Thursday night. He's, and Cam he, was never the same. If you're going to do that right. with your quarterback, he's fair game. He yeah. can, you know, he's not he's not passing the football. He's a runner at those at that point. And, and it's the same aggressive approach of. Ingram might bust you up for a long run because you basically ignore him at times. Right. And just but you're going to beat the crap out of their quarterback, and their quarterback's going to know he's playing a football game. Yes. And a lot of time when he's vulnerable or just pitched the ball, you know, or his feet aren't set. You're getting a helmet in his ribs. You're, right. you're putting a shoulder in his, you know, his thigh. The Chiefs didn't do that as much as the Steelers generally do, but this Steeler D is better than the Chiefs D. No, they're without. extremely fast on the edges. Yeah. And, and we saw how aggressive they are playing on the other side of the line of scrimmage basically every game this year, but, you know, the Giants in particular. And they trust their corners more than ever. So 
I think if they, I bet they took a lot of notes out of that Ravens Chiefs game. Well, and the other the other thing that they can do, they can play it a little bit differently than what Kansas City did because they get Minka. They can just tell Minka Fitzpatrick, "Hey, stay in the deep middle." They could, right? And Chiefs didn't do much of that. The other the other ten guys are going to handle this. If Lamar breaks a line of scrimmage, come get him. Mm-hmm. Or if Brown gets behind, or if they try to, yeah, they behind, try to go over or, the top, right. go get the because he's got the recovery speed and the in the football IQ to do that. Right. The Chiefs have nobody like him, and there's very few in the league. Obviously, they cover that kind of ground as a deep, deep defender, and then the others can be super aggressive. You know, I mean, so the Ravens are scoring anybody. I, I, I bet that's their worst game of the year, Monday night. But I like what the Steelers can do to them, and I don't want to say that there's like a blueprint created of this is how you beat the Ravens' offense, but Lamar better get used to those I would, tactics. I would have to look back. I know the Steelers hit him a lot when they played him yeah. in, in last year in the first meeting. And that game, if you're, I mean, they took him to overtime with Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges playing quarterback. Right. And right. and should have won the football game if not for a Juju Smith-Schuster mm-hmm. fumble in overtime. Yeah. They win that football game. Right. I mean, there's a, a real strong argument that they were the better team that day. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you look at, if you look at um, his numbers from that game – uh, they were not what he'd done to everybody else. No, he's had his least success. Pretty I mean, much he threw. Th- I think he threw three interceptions in the game. Uh, they sacked him a bunch of times. Um, let me find the game. The box score. I mean, it was twenty six twenty three. So they held him to twenty three points in regulation. Mm-hmm. You hold them to twenty three points in regulation, you'll take that every time. Yeah, you'll I mean that's that's game. not a bad a bad game. But if you look at no. his his numbers, he was uh, nineteen of twenty eight, one touchdown pass, three interceptions. Sacked him five times. Wow. Um, he had 14 carries for 70 yards, but most of that was in the first half. And that's when. Yeah. And after that, they really they really cracked down on him. Like, he didn't have it nearly as much running success in the second and half. He did a lot in that game, too. Yeah. So, I mean, if, 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 again, with him, if he only gets 70, if he gets 70 yards on 14 carries but only throws for 161 yards. Oh, you'll take that all You'll take that. He turned the football over. They held Ingram to 44 yards on 19 carries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the run defense is better now than then. Yeah. So, I mean, they did a nice job in him. And that's with, again, Mason Rudolph uh, getting injured in that game. I think it was oh. early in the third quarter. Yeah, okay. Devlin Hodges comes off the bench and, and completes seven of nine passes for 68 yards. Um, offense wasn't exactly going downfield. No. Right, and, right, right. Connor had 55 yards on, on 14 carries. I mean, they but they put points on the board against these. They turned him over. Mm-hmm. I mean, he they threw an awful over. interception to Mike Hilton right before the half. Uh, again, I, I think they were, you know, they just did it. They did a great job on him. Again, sacking him five times. I, I haven't looked, but that might be the most he's been sacked. I bet it is. He, one of his weaknesses, or something he needs to work on, and he gets away with it because he's so athletic too. Is when he's under pressure in the pocket, he doesn't navigate the pocket particularly well. I mean, he he's obviously a ridiculous athlete. But he doesn't navigate the pocket super well in terms of stepping up and moving around. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. He's, you know, he's he's looking for that play. He's looking for an escape. He's look because that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about with that Chiefs game that I really, really noticed was when he was under a lot of that pressure, because the Chiefs or the Ravens came after Mahomes too. The difference between those two behind the line of scrimmage in that game, Mahomes. Never dropped his eyes. Right. You know, he found the big play. He looked downfield. If you watch Lamar in that game, and you can find it anywhere, you'll see him drop his eyes a lot, looking at the rush, drop his head, you know, not a calm helmet. 
and he just needs to work on that still. I mean, few have Mahomes' ability to do it. Well, again, he's he's got a cheat code. He like is, on, like he no is, other. He's yeah. a better runner than he is a passer, and that may mm-hmm. always be the case for his career. Sure. Like Mike Mike Vick yeah. got to a point in his career where he was his, he, he was – he was a an, he was always an excellent runner, but he became an above average passer. Right, right, right. I don't know. That, I don't know at this point that Lamar gets to be an above average. Above passer. average, probably yeah. not. I mean, it, you know, right now he's an average NFL mm-hmm. thrower of the football. But if you watch a quarterback's eyes, they'll tell you a lot. Yeah. You know, when he's under a lot of so pressure. So you know, his first to make a pass his first instinct is always to run mm-hmm. no, because it works. Because it works. Yeah. And generally, he handles pressure well. But they were heating him up with so many people. He didn't know where they were coming from. I think the Steelers will take similar tactics. I mean, every team that faces Baltimore going forward is going to take similar tactics. If they, and, it's just a matter of whether they can execute it or not. Right. You know. And Harbaugh, that's what they're practicing all week right now. Right. Get used to seeing this stuff. But that's, that's not something you can just. No, no. I, I think they got ta- they got taken out of their comfort zone quickly. Quickly, and I'm not just talking about Lamar. I think they're. I don't know that their coaching staff is real comfortable coaching from behind. That was actually another thing I wanted to say too, because. Who's, they don't have to do They never do it. I should know their offense coordinator off the top of my head. He's done a remarkable Greg job. Greg Roman. Roman. His weakness is sometimes he will get out of the – he'll get out of the mold. Like, I think that there's too many times that they have torn up the game plan that they worked so hard on all week too quick. Yeah. And that's – they can't do that. I mean, they were down 13-10 to 10 in that game. They hadn't done anything offensively, but they get the kick return. Right. It gave them right, seven right, right. free – you know, seven free – and even at that, Kansas City went down and scored again. But it's still twenty to ten. You're in the mm-hmm. you're in the football game. Yeah. When they when Kansas City kicked that ball off that inevitably got returned for a Ravens touchdown, I was texting my buds like, "This is going to be a blowout." And then when they got that, I thought, "Wow, what a huge play! You can still play your game now. You don't have to change things yet. It hasn't worked, but don't abandon it." And they got out of their way. You know, they 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 still got out of their comfort zone, and they didn't have to yet. The thing was, you know, if you if you look at it, Kansas City really played keep away against them as well. They did. Like Kansas they City, ran the ball a lot more than they usually did. Kansas City had the ball for nearly 34 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's what Baltimore usually does to the opposing team. Big time. And so, therefore, they only ran the ball 21 times. Mm-hmm. They only threw the ball 28 times. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was yeah. sacked four times. So, you know, I thought I thought Kansas City did a nice job of, of playing keep away mm-hmm. from them. And, yes, they gave up the 83 yards rushing to Lamar. Uh, but it was four for thirty-nine for Gus Edwards. It was seven for thirty for Mark Ingram. J.K. Dobbins had one carry in the one game. Carry, yeah, you know, it's just not going to beat you that way. Like I don't think that the Ravens are going to be an eight and eight or nine and seven type of team. I think they'll be a heavy. Not contender. everybody can do that to them. Not everybody can do that to them. But if we look back on the season and they are eight or nine wins and the Steelers win the division, like if that transpires, I think we're going to say Lamar and the coaching staff didn't adjust to. All these zero blitzes, you know, because they're going to have to. I mean, it's just the way everyone's going to play them, and not everyone's going to like. I don't know Washington will play them like that this week, right? Because they just don't have. There's no way Haskins is going to keep up. I mean, they're the total opposite end of the spectrum of who's playing the best quarterback in the league and who's playing the the worst. But the good teams are going to play them that way, I think, until further notice. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, if you if you feel like your team can score against them, Mm -hmm. then you'll you'll take some chances, and, and you know, okay, we gave one up. No, they're I mean, going to give a couple up. The yeah. Steelers have shown that they're willing to do that this year. Absolutely, right. You know, I mean, we're we're going to go after uh, you know Jones because in, in the first game because sure. you know okay Slayton gets behind you, so be it. We give up a couple of plays. We're not going to give up a bunch of drives. No, and we're not going to let that running game start rolling. You know, we're going to hit things in the backfield. Your quarterback's going to get hit a lot. 
Yeah. I mean, that's one thing the Steelers have shown us. I think now, no matter who you play, opposing quarterbacks can get hit a lot. A lot. And that's always been the case because they're a great pass rushing team. But now it's the priority. It's getting hit a lot <laughs> on, on steroids. I mean, right. it's Now it's an extra guy coming at you yeah. than what it used to be. I mean, it's we're going to hit your quarterback a lot, even if we lose by 40. I mean, we're going to hit your quarterback a lot. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. No, As no. Uh, Vince Williams said uh, the other day, he likes to hit the uh, quarterback because he's, he considers the quarterback the queen on the chessboard. He's the most important sure. piece, and you always want to knock the most important piece off the board. Right. So. Now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to, to continue to watch this. I think, you know, both of those uh, – well, Kansas City's got an interesting game this week. Baltimore, Baltimore, not so much, but uh, that is going to do it for our show this week. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, uh, for Jacob here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.